getting into today. Episode 17, I believe. Um, for those of you paying attention at home, I uploaded yesterday's podcast with the wrong episode number on it. Proceeded to go ahead and change it only to upload the wrong number again. So I believe we're on 17, could be 16. Um, going to get some confirmation on that one. We're on 17. So episode 17. And we're going strong. We, you know, keeping the momentum going. Uh, kind of getting better at it, I feel like. I don't know, you be the judge. Sometimes I'm feeling get I feel like I'm getting better at it. And then there's times where I'm like, what the hell is going on? But that's kind of learning. You got your ups and downs, your ebbs and flows, your calm seas and rough squalls, some shit like that. So today we are, I'm going to explain to you, because I was when I was home last week, I was having a conversation about have the importance of having a close group of friends, like a core close group of friends, not like I have 25 friends and I can talk to any of them whenever I want. We all go out together. Like that's cool and all, but I'm talking like a core group of like eight people at most. Smaller, I think maybe the better, but if you can expand that core, I feel like there's more you can get accomplished. So a little backstory on how this came about is it started at work and being the new guy at work and one of the older ones in the office. I'm not the one that goes to like the clubs, like with the young these young Thundercats out here. They go out and they go to like raves. They're going to clubs like 21, 22 years old. Like they're staying out till six in the morning. And I'm like, yeah, I can do that. However, I'm not going to do it with a 21-year-old, 22-year-old. Not so much because I'm your boss. Mainly because I don't trust you enough to do it. To make sure to be responsible enough to get me home. I'm going to be like the parent at that point. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just if I'm going out, I want to have a good time. I don't want to be the only adult in the room. So they asked me to explain this. Like, what the hell does that mean? Like, you just don't want to hang out with us? I'm like, no, it's nothing against you guys. Like, I would love it, but you guys do things a little different than um, than me and I guess my friends do. And it's not that I don't trust you. Like, we're both, we're all in the military and stuff, but there's things you might, <laughs> there's things that you might see or I might say or, you know, where I'm like, I shouldn't have said that in front of you. It's kind of like I'm walking on eggshells where... If I'm hanging out with my core group of friends, my best friends from back home, even could be one, two of them, three of them, doesn't have to be a whole group of us all together at once, but it just could just be like one or two of us. I know no matter what, I could do say or do something stupid. I can tell them about something that is bothering me or something I've done that I'm not really proud of. And I know that at the end of the day, no matter what, they're still going to like me, unless it's something egregious, like I had sex with your spouse or something crazy. And you know, those are those unbreakable rules, I guess. But if it's like something that it's not like a personal thing against them, if you're just like, hey, man, I have this fucking problem. I need you to help me with it. Or you just want to listen. I know at the end of the day, no matter what, we're still going to be friends. And it gives you it gives me at least the confidence to take chances and do things I wouldn't normally do. And I'm not taking it like I'm going to go skydiving or like, hey, should we fucking run out on the tab or something crazy? I'm talking like you can carry yourself with a little more confidence knowing that behind you, you have a group of people that believe in you and you believe in them and I can lose my job tomorrow and I, I know they'll, we'll still be friends. Like it's not going to be like contingent upon 
we're only friends because we work together or we're only friends because we give each other money or something. You know what I mean? Like, hey, it's shit happens, but we still like each other. So it gives you like a confidence to try new things and like push your limits. Like I knew going into the military, like I'm going to be I'm 28 years old. I'm joining the military, right? But I knew like me leaving home does didn't mean I was leaving all my friends behind. I knew they were going to be supportive. They would text me. They would write me. They would come to my graduation. They would ask me about it. They wouldn't be like, oh, well, he's gone. See you later. You know? And I've been told like when I was gone for extended periods, there's like a, there's like a missing piece to our friend group. And they're like, it's just not the same when you're not around, but not in like a guilty way. Like, hey, we need you to come home. It's just like, obviously we miss you, you know, where I talk to some of the people that I work with and they're like, dude, I don't, I go, I hate going home. There's no one to hang out with. I don't, I don't do anything. I just go home to see my parents. And like, that's it. And I'm like, you don't go out with your friends? And like, no, I don't have any friends. And it's not because like they're losers or anything or they were dicks. It's just, that's like what people in their town did. They left home and that was it. You never went, you never go back. Like you only go back to see your family if they still live there. And that's that. And I've noticed the people that are like that, just in general, people that don't have like a core group. I keep saying like a core group of friends, like a group of best friends or a little more I wouldn't say shady, but they're a little more, uh, they're always looking for the next best thing to do. Like you could text them to hang out. Hey man, want to hang out today? Or, you know, we're watching football. Uh, yeah, let me think on it real quick. You don't hear from them again or come to find out like they went out with somebody else to the bar or something like, you know what I mean? Like it's shit like that. And it's like, oh, we're just not good enough for you kind of thing. Where like, if I ask any one of my friends to hang out and they're like, all right, cool. What time? It's just, we don't even know what we're going to do sometimes. It just kind of happens. We're going to go with the flow and we're going to go from there. Usually we're going to start drinking or something, or it could be like, Hey, I have to go to this. I have to go to the DMV. I'll pick you up afterwards and then we can hang out. But there's never a point where it's like, do I really want to do that? I'm going to go find something else. So I've always noticed the people that don't have best friends or friends from back home or friends they grew up with, they always seem a little they're not, it's not that they're not trustworthy. It's just that you can't trust them with certain things. You can't trust them to come hang out and just chill. And I don't know if that's the reason or because sometimes people don't have friends because they're the asshole, but they don't, they're not going to tell you that. Usually people that don't have friends are never really self-aware that they don't have friends. They're always like, oh, well, I know this person, that person. It's like, well, there's your story, there's their story, and then there's the truth type of thing. And no one's going to tell you that they're the asshole. They're always going to be like, well, this person did this and that person did that. And you're going to be like, all right, well, sounds like you're hiding something, but go off. And I think what the best part is, is that I know that whenever, whenever I do go home or whenever I know one of my friends is going through shit, we're always going to be there for each other in whatever way we can possible. Like some of us don't live at home. We don't even live on the same coast. But when like one of your friends go through something like a loss in the family or a divorce or some shit, I know like my friends will pull together. Like we'll all pull together to just do something. It could be, I don't know. It could be literally anything. We're going to schedule a FaceTime call. Like the pandemic wasn't that bad. Like, yeah, it was awful. But the fir- I think it was like the first like weekend or the first few days into it. Like we have FaceTime call with 12 people on it you know what i mean like we're just maxing out the facetime minutes and we're hanging out drinking the same way we would if we were home together it's like well this is how we're gonna have fun this is how we're gonna have fun we're just gonna do it so it's it makes life a little easier knowing that you always have this there's always somebody that has has your back 
And like I said, the more the merrier, the more people you can trust. And I'm talking really trust, like the ones that you can really trust. You can tell them something or you can do something stupid in front of them. And you know, they're not going to tell a soul in front of you or they're not going to use it against you. They're just going to be like, well, Mike did that again. You know, like it's, it's one of those things. So what made me want to talk about this today? And I wanted to talk about, I said this on Monday, today, Thursday, Monday, I was going to talk about this, but then some unfortunate thing happened and i'm like i saw it all happening in real time like we had a friend i'm not going to name any names or anything but we had a friend lose a family member and like immediately it was like kick into action there was a new group chat ready to go people are like oh what do we got to do who's going where what's a good idea to send flowers should we send flowers should we send food should we send alcohol should we do all a combination of three how much money we're all putting in should we put 50 100 who's venmoing who and it just like a crisis team kicked in, you know, like you can't unfortunately replace something that happened like that, but it feels good to know that if it were me in this situation, that my friends would do be doing the same thing. Cause I've participated in these things and it's instant. Like it, there's no like, like none of that. It's like, all right, well we have to be there for this person. And the easiest way to be there for someone is to just be there for them. So whatever they need or whatever we can try to do to help make their life a little bit easier through this shitty time, we know and we're going to do it. Like, it's just something you do. It's not, it's not like, well, I didn't know this person or like, really, we got to do this. It's just, this is, this is what we're doing and here's what we're going to do. And there's no gun to your head. Like you don't have to do anything, you know, but I know that they would do it for me and everyone in our group knows we would do it for one of them. So it was like instant. It was, it was fun. It was, I wouldn't say it was funny to see in real time because it's not really a funny situation, but it was cool to see in real time everybody just kick into gear and being like, all right, we need to take care of this. What's the best thing we got to do? What's the easiest, the most realistic, you know, and it was spring into action time. So it's just, so it's funny that I was talking about this last week and then Monday I was like, oh, I'm going to talk about this on the podcast later in the week. And then unfortunately something happens and it reminded me of like, hey, this is, this is exactly what I'm talking about, about having a group of people you can rely on that you know we're going to be there, even though they might not be the smartest bunch or sometimes the nicest people. But when it comes down to it, we'll take fucking grenades, you know, like you're, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll try to get you through it and I'll try to get you through it. And they would do the same for me when I'm feeling like shit and I'm feeling down, like, you know, so enough of the fucking sob story, though. Let's be honest. We're going to change the subject here because it got a little too serious. And we're going to dive into President Biden falling down on stage today. So if anyone hasn't seen that, that was probably the, the worst thing that can happen to this guy is him like doing old man shit. Like he's old as fuck. Like, let's be honest. He's like, I don't know. He's a dinosaur. But him, whenever he does something that's like it, 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 um, it highlights how old he is. Like when he fell off the bike because he couldn't get his foot out of the bike pedal. And there's a few things that's weird about that. Like, dude, you have Secret Service around. You're peddling. You're the president. You know what I mean? You're not competing. And if you were, they'd probably let you win. Why the hell is your foot in the pedal like you're fucking Lance Armstrong? You know what I mean? Like, just take it easy. He falls down and everyone's like, oh, he's the oldest person alive. We can't have this guy as president. So whenever he does something that's a gaffe and he he loses his train of thought or like he falls asleep, he yawns really like dramatic like an old dude does. You're like, 
how the fuck is this guy the president? And the whole thing turns into like, this dude's mad old. Like, why are we, why are we electing old people? And there's a, I'm, I don't think we should elect anybody over the age of fucking 60, but we can get into that later. But this dude, he's at the Air Force Academy graduation, which again, it's just like, this is once a year. He goes through, I think, every person that's graduating, shakes their hands, like, welcome to the being commissioned officer in the Air Force. Like, it's a whole thing. And it's like, real, like it's not, it's not easy to do to be, to graduate the Air Force Academy. I know the people that have probably have done it are like, oh, it's the easiest thing I've ever done. But like, not a lot of people do it. Not a lot of people get into the Academy and a lot of not, not a lot of people graduate it. And it's televised. Like, it's a whole PR campaign. Like, like he supports the troops, this whole thing. And then this guy just fucking trips over a wire on the stage. It wasn't like he tripped over in the back behind everybody. Like, this guy just got done shaking hands, saluting the whole nine. And then he just tumbles to the ground. And then Secret Service is trying to get him up. And it ain't working. He's just like doing old man shit. Like old people fall. Like it, it's devastating. And it's like, what the what the fuck? Basically, <laughs> why do we have an old ass president? Why does this president look like he's ninety when he's like eighty two or eighty three, which is still old, but he looks significantly older? And then he falls down. And the other day during like Memorial Day, like some Memorial Day thing, he like yawned during it. It's like, yo, the dude is old, man. Like, what are you going to do? He's fucking old. Like, that's what old people do. They just fucking, they need naps and stuff. So it just was funny because you're like, that's the worst thing that could have happened. Like, that's besides like falling asleep during like a funeral for like something important. Falling down on that stage is probably the worst thing he could have done just because it's him. If it was a younger, if, if Obama did it, it'd be like a joke. He'd get up and laugh it off. You know what I mean? He'd make a joke in his next speech, like, oh, put that wire there, you know? Even if George W. Bush did it, I feel like if Trump fell, it would be, he'd fall similar because he's like two years younger than Biden, so it'd be a little similar. But he would probably get up and make a joke about it and, you know, laugh it off. But like, Biden's like old, and they're like, this dude probably just broke something. It turns into a thing. But yeah, it was just, I saw it happen like a minute after it was on Twitter, or I think maybe Reddit posted it. And it was just like, Oh, Biden falls on stage at the Air Force Academy. And I was like, did he really fall? Because sometimes they post that clickbait shit and you're like, did he really fall? And you see it and like he clearly just tripped, went down like a sack of potatoes. And you're like, God damn, it's the worst thing that could have happened to him. So should we? Oh, yeah. So I was saying earlier, should we fucking elect old ass people? The thinking in it always is like, oh, well, they're old. They're wise and this and that. And it's like, yeah, but they're out of fucking touch with what's going on. Like, they have no idea. Like, they've been in politics forever, besides Trump. But they've been in politics forever. And, like, they're just it, they're just so old. <laughs> like, they're not in touch with, like, the younger generation. I get it. Like, young people don't vote. But young people voted in 2020. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of young people did. And, obviously, we're going to get older. So, like, I feel like there should be a younger person. There should be, like, a... Let's make it the retirement age. If you're above the retirement age, too fucking bad. You should be retired. You know, that should be what it is. Keep it simple. I would have said 60. But all right, retirement age, which is like 64 or some shit in this country. I don't even know what it is. It's somewhere up there, though, in between 60 and 65. Because after that, like, you're just old. You're just doing old people's shit at that point. Like, you're getting older by the day. And you're just out of touch at that point. So I think they got to put a cap on this thing. We have an age limit to be, you're too young. Why not make an age limit to be too old? Like, 
it's good that it, you're rotated every four years, maybe eight if you get reelected, but you can't get elected more than twice. Then you got senators that have been there since like 1970. Like, let's wrap it up. Like, what are we doing? Let's finish this. Fu- let's land the fucking plane, man. Get the fuck out. You know, you, what do you really know about what a 25 year old's going through? You know, like, that's why nothing ever gets done because these old ass people are like, well, 1992, I passed this bill and there's no way I'm going to fold on it. And you're like, dude, it's that was fucking 30 years ago. You know, like a lot has changed in 30 years. There's been like fucking five wars since 1992, you know, that you were that you approved being in Congress. So like, come on, there's real shit going on. We got to put an age limit to this stuff. Not to sound ageist, but fuck them. Sorry, but just get them out of office. They shouldn't be running the goddamn country. We can get into this. I'm not I'm not the political guy. I can go on all night, but we hit our 20 minute cap for the day. So to recap. If you're over the age of fucking 20 and you don't have a group of friends that you grew up with, that you threw rocks and shit at, and you broke windows and fucking measured each other's dicks, then it's too late for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> but even still, though, all joking aside, you can always find a group of friends and start hanging out with them and continue the friendship. Don't sleep with each other's spouses or each other's moms. Don't do that. Definitely don't sleep with someone's dad if you're a chick. That's fucking creepy, you know, but... Find them, rely on them, trust them, start earning their trust and earn each other's trust and build a fucking real relationship with people. You know, put the goddamn phone down for a little bit. And then if you're old as fuck, don't run for office. Just don't do it. You know, set the tone. Be like, I'm too old. I don't want to. I don't want to do this. I'm old. I don't want to run for office. So we can get in dive into that more later, but that's going to wrap it up. Heat Nuggets game tonight. Game one. We are ready to go. Heat Nation, stand up, and we'll see you on the uh, the other side of tomorrow. <laughs>